everybody. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm the host of the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome. Hey, a big, huge shout out to those people who have been loyal listeners for quite some time. I really, really appreciate it. And if you're new, welcome. Uh, Glad to have you here. We have new people joining us every week. So thank you for that. Uh, And we are just about ready to cross over, if we haven't already done so, uh, to the 38,000 listener mark. And that is just amazing. I so thank you and appreciate you uh, from the bottom of my heart. And for those of you who are regular listeners and you reach out and you tell me how you're using this stuff that we talk about, I love that. So remember, this is not just a podcast where you come and listen. We we really encourage you to go out and practice and make yourself and your world better. Okay? So today we're talking about, uh, the title is Toddlers Have a Lot to Say. Uh, And so I'm going to talk about a brief exchange I had with somebody who works with toddlers and some aha things that kind of spoke to me, uh, especially about this idea of developing your inner voice and your intuition. Because I hear from a lot of people Um, that they don't have that connection and they think that there's something wrong with them. Like, oh, I know other people are intuitive. That's just not me. That's not true. (laughs) So we all have intuition. It's just what level is it developed to? Okay. And I'll explain that a little bit, how you can connect with yourself a little bit more. And then of course, how that relates to connecting with others. So enjoy. All right. So toddlers have a lot to say. I, I had a great conversation with somebody. I can't remember if it was through Facebook or text. I don't know. But anyway, uh, it was somebody who works with toddlers and, uh, somehow we got on this conversation and it was about, you know, helping people, uh, understand their greatness or their value. And it, and it was brought back to toddlers and, you know, how can we help children who are very young understand that? Um, and so out of that conversation comes this episode. So most children have not been allowed to share their thoughts, right? They're told what to do. Uh, so, you know, think about tiny children. Nope. Don't do that. Nope. Don't, you know, don't, don't say that. Um, they're put from one restraining device into another, you know, here's your crib, here's the swing, here's the walker, here's the, the car seat, right? And toddlers, when they begin to really get this sense of independence, uh, so they're allowed, they're walking now, they're running, they're, you know, moving their bodies in different ways and they have this independence. Now they're in this world of like exploration and discovery they didn't previously have. And they have a lot to say and preschoolers even more so. Okay. And it, And I think all children have a lot to say, you know, communication is one thing. So as you grow, you, you learn to communicate. But the point of what I'm trying to get at is that they're, they have so much to say and very few people who are allowing them to say it and who also listen. And so as I was having this discussion with this person, uh, you know, I said, open-ended questions are amazing because they, uh, allow that child to not only share, but when you're listening, there's several things that happen. 
So if you're always told what to do and you're never allowed a thought, guess what happens? You lose this connection to your inner voice. Okay. And if you're always put into a situation where somebody outside of you is telling you what to do, that inner voice can no longer guide you. You, you lack intuition. I can't tell you how many people who are amazing people at what they do and they have very little intuition because they might've learned a lot of facts and, and been able to put, you know, practices or, or procedures into place, but they don't have the intuition guiding them. There are also people who, you know, they'll find a mentor and listen to their mentor and never question what their mentor says because they just don't have that inner voice telling them that anymore. So they might be doing something that is not conducive to their own growth because they don't see that. So when we ask children or anybody in particular, very open-ended questions, it allows them to connect to that inner voice. That child has to think, right? If they know that you're going to pause and listen, they have to come up with an answer. And it allows them to value themselves, which quite frankly, toddlers and preschoolers already do, but they also gain the connection and value from other people. And, you know, honestly, the result of all of that is that they're going to be a better human, which isn't that what we want. Do we really want children? And I'm thinking of, of, of education right now. You know what? First of all, teachers, educators, you're doing an amazing job. And I do not want what I'm saying to sound like uh, it, it's criticism because it is not. But the education system is set up for children to learn facts and knowledge. It's not necessarily set up for them to be listened to, valued, connect with their inner voice, learn, you know, about their intuition and, and add to the discussion. Okay. That's just not how the system is designed. But you see, if we, as people who are working with youngsters or, you know, anybody really, if we change the way that we think about this, we change their life. Okay. So, you know, as a infant toddler teacher or preschool teacher, this is especially true because we have the opportunity that, that K-12 educators don't have because our system is a little bit different. We have the opportunity to allow them to speak up, to process their thoughts. We can ask them really great questions and pause, listen to what they're saying and expand on what they're saying, right? So paraphrase what they're saying and then ask another question that's going to lead to even greater thought. Now, this is all research and, and science-based, okay? Um, you know, Vygotsky's theory of social-cultural uh, learning, which happens to be the, the basis of my uh, dissertation research, uh, is talking about what he calls a more knowledgeable other MKO. Okay. So, so what that is, is that it's a subject matter expert that when, uh, two people are in a relationship, a connection, uh, and one person knows something about something, it could be anything, uh, and the other doesn't that the MKO, the more knowledgeable other can ask questions to guide the thinking of the individual. Now, 80% of the time that individual already has this intuitive connection, especially young children, if they're allowed to, and they can come up with the answers. 20% of the time, there's specific knowledge or facts that that MKO can now um, give to the, the other person, right? 
which helps them because now they know more, right? But what we tend to do, uh, and I, and I say this, maybe it's more of an American culture thing. What we tend to do is switch that around and say, uh, 80% of the time, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. And then 20% of the time, maybe I'll ask you some questions. This happens in the classroom. This happens. I'm telling you, this happens in a, in a coaching relationship, not just in, in education, but all kinds of coaching relationships. It really does. And it frustrates the heck out of me when I find out because you're not allowing your uh, coaches to have a say. And quite frankly, they should be running the show. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. My passion is showing. Uh, that's a whole nother topic. So what can we do? Uh, first of all, let them speak. I don't care who it is. Let them speak. Sometimes people just need to talk to process. Okay. Especially if they are, uh, an extrovert. So they're an outgoing person. They need to talk to process. And if we don't allow them to talk, especially children, I've got an 11 year old. She's probably the highest extroverted child I've ever met in my life. There's a ton of talking coming from her all the time. And I know it's really important. She'll get to the end. She'll have her own conclusion and she's off and running. Very rarely do I even have to talk. I just look at her. I listen, you know, might ask a question or two and I smile. That's it. That's all she needs for me. And I'm good with that because I want her to be so connected to her inner voice that that guides her, not my voice. Okay. Asking really good open-ended questions, listening, expanding on what they're talking about. Again, there's tons of podcast episodes. I'll, I'll put in the, the searchy link so that you can go and, and search by topic or keyword. Uh, if you want to know more about listening skills or asking questions, just put that in, in the, um, the search engine. You'll get access to all kinds of stuff, okay? Another thing that's really important is for you to listen to yourself, especially if you have not, um, you know, we go through life and the people in our life are trying to do the very best that they can for us, right? However, sometimes we get to the point in our life when we're not connected to our own voice anymore. We don't have that still small voice guiding us or that intuition. It's time to start listening to yourself. You know, one of the easiest things that I can think of, uh, is, is I do a lot of meditation. Maybe meditation isn't easy for you, but you can, you can, it's just a thinking practice. Okay. And don't have to make a big deal out of it. You can even make it into a journaling thing or just sitting and talking with a friend. Uh, but there's three things that I want you to think about. So if I'm meditating, I might meditate that I'm like sitting to sitting with a younger version of myself. Okay. Um, or you can use your journal every day and just journal out three different things. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And what are your dreams? Those are the three things that are often limited that uh, children especially are, are not allowed to have. So I don't know if this happened when I was growing up. You know, what do you think you're doing? Well, that the adult who asked you that they're not asking what you, what you're thinking about, you know, that that's not the question. What do you think you're doing? You know, like you weren't thinking and, and now I have to tell you something, right? But what if you wanted to know what they were thinking, right? That might be good. Um, so 
you know, what are your thoughts? If your thoughts have been devalued or just not allowed to come out into the forefront, that's important for you to start writing down or thinking about your thinking. Feelings are another really good one. You know, there's a lot of folks who are dealing with, I won't say mental health issues because I don't believe that, um, but a lot of uh, emotional baggage because they were never allowed to have feelings or show feelings as a child. So if that was you, you've got to get in connection with your feelings. Uh, So as you're journaling, you can literally, I, I just keep a small little journal with me wherever I go and I just write down what I'm feeling. You don't even have to do anything with it. You're just practicing this art of getting in connection with yourself. And then dreams, you know, what dreams do you have or ideas that are coming to you? You know, my husband keeps a little notepad and he writes down, you know, thoughts or dreams that are, that come to him, right? Um, This is another way that you can cultivate this connection to your inner voice. And, you know, just imagine that you're sitting and chatting with yourself every day. And these are the three topics that you talk about. So that is a way for you to learn to value you. And when you do that for yourself, the natural effect of that or outcome is that you will start to do that for other people. You'll allow them to have their own thoughts without you telling them what to do. You'll allow them to share their feelings without trying to change their feelings. You'll allow them to not only dream, but maybe even step in and say, how can I help you get to that dream? And don't you think that would make a a better world? Yeah. So, uh, you know, one, one thing that I can think of, and you probably already know this, if you've listened the last few days, we're, we're joining, uh, we're going to do our life on purpose program. I'd love to have you come, uh, a little bit more about that. We're going to do one lesson a week. Um, those have already been pre-recorded. Uh, they're, they're really cool actually. Um, and they also follow our stick chick model. So there's a lot that we add into that. So it's very robust. Uh, and you know, that includes a lot of self-reflection about you so you can get to know you. Okay. It's designed in such a way that yes, it will teach you a few things, but more about you getting to know you. Uh, there's one discussion. We're going to have a zoom every week that people are going to come on and, you know, you get to learn from others. You get to ask people questions, share your own thoughts, but really having that support and encouragement So if you didn't have that when you were growing up, you need to be involved in a group that's going to support you and encourage you. Okay. They're going to want to know what are you thinking? You know, what are you feeling about this topic? And they're going to want to know how does that apply to your dream? And then, uh, the last thing that we're, we're going to include, I've never included this in, in any of the other life on purpose programs. This is really something I'm very excited about is that everybody's going to have an individual, uh, it can be a stress relief or a belief, uh, change session, whichever one you want to work on. So an individual session. So now we're going to take everything that you've learned and, you know, all the new learning that you have from, from being in a group and we're going to come together and say, okay, now how does this apply to you? Okay. That's really where the transformation is going to happen. So ultimately this program is set up so that you can know you, you can appreciate you, and you can value you at a much higher level. 
So I would love for you to join us. And I would love for you to think through too. Um, we're going to launch this in December. Is there somebody in your life that you would like to maybe take this journey with? It makes a great gift if you're looking for a really cool Christmas gift. Okay. So if you want to be a part of that, just email me, text me, reach out to me, say, yep, I want to be a part of that program. And we'd be glad to have you. And if you have taken this program, which I know many of our listeners actually have taken a past version of it, uh, especially if it's been a few years, you want to do this again. I promise you, because we have up leveled it so much since the first few times I did this. Okay. Um, so if you have any questions about that, let me know. There's probably going to be a, a special pricing for those returnees. Uh, we'll call them alumni pricing. Uh, so you can, uh, jump in and get the added bonus extras. Okay. Awesome. So toddlers have a lot to say. Your spouse has a lot to say. Your children have, has a lot to say. And guess what? You have a lot to say. So go out today and listen, ask questions and get to know your, your own inner voice a little bit more. Okay. And with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.